is going on, my friends? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Dave Sharp, and this is Wake Up Legendary. If you have not woken up legendary so far today, you are now. And uh, we are going to have a good time. We're going to be talking to my friend Nate Ryan, who's going to be uh, talking and teaching us how to leverage social media to grow a personal brand fast. <laughs> Let's get into this, folks. Nate, what up, buddy? Hey, how's everything going? Oh, bro, it couldn't be better, man. Couldn't. I mean, it could, but you know, <laughs> it's going pretty damn good. How about yourself? It's going good. You know, it's early over here, but feeling super productive. Got a lot done already this morning. So, I where are you at? Right. I'm over in Portland, Oregon, far west coast. So. P-Town, baby. Yep. I love it, man. Are you a native there? Uh, yeah, I've been born and raised in Portland, Oregon. Uh, moved up into like Vancouver, Washington in like 2006, which is like 15 minutes outside of Portland. So I still say I live in Portland, even though I don't. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Cool, man. So um, so uh, how did you get how did you get started in in and find uh uh you know, legendary. Give us a little bit about your little little kind of backstory on who Nate Ryan is, how you got started online, and then eventually what led you to to us in, in the nutshell, the nutshell version. You know, you asked me to do right. that. I'm 45 minutes just to get warmed up. So give us give us the nutshell version uh, of who Nate Ryan is and what led you to this point. All right. Yeah. So basically, um, it was like right after my daughter was born, uh, I was working in construction. That's really the only field I ever worked in. Um, and then after she was born, I was looking for different opportunities. And I stumbled into, you know, courses and online educational material. So I started with uh, Amazon FBA. That's where I initially started my online business. Um, and when I say start, I mean, I got shiny object syndrome very bad and jumped to another opportunity before I ever even shipped any products. Um, and then I dove into the whole uh, social media marketing agency. That was the really trending business model at that time. Um, and I did pretty good at that for a while. I was running Facebook ads for chiropractic clinics in my area, uh, but I made some major mistakes and uh, stopped putting any energy into continuing to acquire clients. Um, but throughout that journey of doing that for business owners, I realized the, the opportunities with affiliate marketing because I was getting, you know, signups through other things uh, at that time um, from the business owners. Um, and that, at that point, I kind of went all in with affiliate marketing and uh, tried pretty much everything under the sun, uh, you know, paid ads, all sorts of different stuff, blogging. I have a massive blog, um, but I actually didn't stumble across legendary. Um, like I think for a lot of people, especially recently, um, I stumbled. I've been hearing of legendary for the last few years now because I've been in the online space for, I don't know, probably about four years. Yeah. Um, and I've heard about it, you know, but I never actually took part until uh, about January. Um, so I took took it later on in my my journey, but it's definitely eye opening. You know, uh, I spent a lot of time. Doing the wrong things, I guess you could say, and focusing on a lot of poor strategies. For example, like what, like, like give us some, give us some context so we can understand a little bit more about like, what was some of the things that you were doing that then light bulbs went off and you were like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start trying to do this more. Give us a little bit more context. Right. 
Um, so I think a big thing for me is for a long time, I was chasing, you know, very low ticket products, um, had real, no real strategy. It was just kind of like throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it was going to work. Um, no real plan of action as far as like treating it like an actual business. Um, you know, and I had no idea what I was doing when I was running paid ads really, uh, to be honest. So I was super negative in the red. I was running paid ads to products that weren't converting. Um, and I got into a bad habit of thinking the more money I poured in, the more, you know, chances of my success would increase. Um, and I ended up burning through my savings account doing, (laughs) doing that at the time. Um, and then I blogged for an extremely long time. Um, and then I ended up going down this rabbit hole of writing dozens of articles uh, without any buyer's intent. So I wrote like weird one-off blog posts that didn't have any like, you know, I've been in the online marketing space for a few years. um, And looking back, I've literally never Googled anything that I wrote blog posts about. Um, (laughs) So um, that, you know, big mistakes like that, just little things that I didn't necessarily see at the time until you know, interacting with other people that are having success or getting in proven systems and trainings and stuff like that. Um, kind of like an aha moment. And then really switching and transitioning over to more towards like a high ticket model um, is where my business really changed. Uh, because, you know, obviously as a business hunter, that is allows you to generate the revenue in the front end. Um, so quite a few mistakes, but... <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, that makes that makes um, that makes sense, dude. We got some fans on here of you, bro. So where are people like where are people where do people know you from? So you're you're doing TikTok. You've got a TikTok. uh, um, You've got a TikTok profile. You've got a YouTube profile. I guess you're also doing some Facebook marketing. Is that right? So talk us through a little bit about kind of what you're doing now that is is uh, is working well for you. Um, so my business really started to change when uh, I started leveraging Facebook personally Okay. Um, because, you know, I was traditionally blogging and things like that. And they were kind of kind of slow by nature. You know, you create a piece of content, you kind of just wait. Um, so the, the Facebook model really appealed to me because I could be very proactive. I could go, you know, establish rapport, provide value to people. Um, so right now I'm kind of everywhere, but it wasn't always like that. You know, I was starting, I started, uh, at, when I got to the point where my blog was kind of, I was paying a copywriter to do my blog posts. Yeah. Uh, then I put all my focus into doing Facebook. Um, and then I started mixing in other things as long as they didn't overwhelm me or, you know, I could do that without feeling overwhelmed. Um, yeah. So right now I'm virtually everywhere. I'm on YouTube, TikTok, blog, uh, Facebook, my own group. Okay. Um, so people like know you from kind of all over, but you start, but you really started with Facebook. Yeah, that's that's where okay. my business changed was when I started to okay. leverage Facebook. Well, that that's that's cool because you know we 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 have a, a Facebook. This is one of the strategies that we teach. Is that cold brew? Uh, no, it's just hot in a. <laughs> oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Um, so it looks strong. Looks like some mud, dude. Looks <laughs> like you got a little. You got some of that. You know that thick down on the bottom that's just chilling. You know what I mean? That just yeah. is weight. Right. When you it's kind of like you sip that kind of like that that diluted on the top and then it kind of slowly kicks in. But then when you get down to the bottom, because all that shit settled down to the bottom, that mud and then you then you hit that and it's like, right, it's like zing, it's like your day really gets started. Um, So 
So you, you, we, this is one of the, the models that we teach Facebook, but you know, it's a tricky model because, um, it's, it's, it's hard. It, I think it's hard for brand new people to actually really provide value and attract people on Facebook. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about sort of what you started doing that changed things for you to, to take us through a bit of the strategy and kind of how you approach it, ge you know, generate leads and then, and then actually monetize the strategy. So without like, uh, you know, a lot, in my opinion, a lot of people, when they start with organic, there's like one component that they, they miss a lot. Um, for some reason, people, when they get the notion, they go into other groups and they, they poach, they poach leads or like new people. Um, that's like, for some reason, a, the, the strategy. Um, but the way that I like to look at organic Facebook is establishing omnipresence. Um, so the ultimate goal is to, even if, you know, a lot of people when they're starting, they might not feel like they can provide value. Uh, but you can always be the expert to like a previous version of yourself. So someone who doesn't know or hasn't built their sales funnel or some type of component, um, if you go in and you're interacting in other groups or and you're, you're answering their questions, you're genuinely helping them, you know, without any type of sale in mind, you're detaching from any type of, you know, monetary value. Yeah. Um, you're going to build those genuine connections. Um, and over time, you know, your friends list will accumulate your friends list will start to build up um, and then you start mixing in content on your profile uh, you know value posts that are talking about you know it's all about being personable for me on Facebook is building those genuine connections establishing rapport um, and then what I would refer to as like your bread and butter is going to be like lead gen posts so putting out short form lead generation content uh, say for example you know I just put out a organic Facebook cheat sheet who wants access um, right. and, then, and then those leads are going to come to you versus, you know, you're spamming people and you're doing cold outreach and you're DMing people who don't even know you. Um, right. They are raising their hand. They're coming to you. Um, and that's going to be a big shift for a lot of people because yeah. the whole dynamic of the conversation is different. Yes. Agreed. So, um, so, uh, how are you getting people onto your friends list so they can see the posts that you then post on your wall? Right. So you, you, you can go, you can go out to like fan pages. You can go into other Facebook groups um, and you can post content, you know, value-based content. You can't necessarily go into other groups and like post, you know, screenshots or lead generation content, but go into other Facebook groups and interact and build genuine connections um, and either they'll add you or you can add them, uh, but don't, you know, not necessarily like spam adding. I want to make that clear. Not just like adding a ton of people you don't know. Right. Well, that, that, I mean, if you go into a group nowadays with Facebook and you just add a bunch of people that you don't know, like, and you do it like a, and you do it like a, uh, um, you know, it, it, you do it like a, uh, like a robot, like where you, you just, you just go down a list and you just add a bunch of people like Facebook will actually block your account. You know what I mean? Like they'll put you in like what a lot of marketers call Facebook jail because, uh, they're, 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 they, they don't want you to do that. They, they, especially if you're on a personal profile, like you have to understand, I think when we talk about Facebook marketing, you guys have to understand, um, 
how 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 Facebook how Facebook looks at you and how they want you to interact with their platform, especially if you're on a personal profile. Okay. Facebook doesn't want you marketing and doing business on your personal profile. Why? Well, here's why, because they want you to have a business profile, which gets shit for organic reach. Okay. And then when you, when, when your organic free posts that you're posting on Facebook don't reach anybody, they want you to pay for paid ads. Okay. Now I know we're on Facebook right now and I'm lifting up their skirt, but can, can we just be real here and not bullshit each other and just let's, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's it's, this is a game of cat and mouse marketing is cat and mouse. And, and it's in somebody's always going to be moving the cheese. You know what I mean? These platforms are always moving the cheese. Okay. So Facebook doesn't want you to monetize your personal profile. So you can't look like you're just adding people. Um, like you're, like you're, like you're trying to build up a list of people to market to, or like you're trying to generate leads. They also don't want robots. They, they don't like robots, right? They want people to interact organically and genuinely. So if your behavior of adding just bah, 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 going to a group and just adding everybody who's new in the group or whatever, you risk Facebook flagging your account and saying, this looks like a robot or this looks like somebody who's just up to no good, right? And they'll flag your account. They'll put you in Facebook jail, which means you can't post, you can't private message, you can't do anything. So these are, for those of you who are new and kind of want to avoid some of the pitfalls, the, these are the facts. These are the, the, this is kind of how you have to think about this game. Anything that you would add to that, Ryan? Um, or yeah, maybe, I would or, like, sorry. you got two, you got two, you got two first names there and I'm, my <laughs> dyslexia kicked in there for a second. <laughs> it, it, I, it happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, so the biggest thing, like you just mentioned, uh, quality over quantity. Uh, it's more beneficial to have a tar very targeted friends list. You know, even though Facebook allows you to have 5,000 friends, um, if if none of those people are interested or you don't have any type of like connection with those people, they're, they're, it's a waste, um, you know. And then just understanding that everybody on your friends list is going to be at a different level. You know, there's some people that might not know you. There's going to be some people that do. Um, and then there's going to be some people that are like, you know, have been watching your content or believe in you. Um, so just understanding that everybody's going to be at a different level based on your interactions. Um, but a hundred percent Facebook, you, if you're using your profile, it's, you can't like do things like post links and stuff like that because, you know, as Dave mentioned, Facebook wants to get paid. That's how they, they make money. They want to keep people on their platform. So you have to, you know, do it in a way that keeps people on their platform, engage on other people's posts, um, you know, comment and actually be a person, you know, so. Yeah. Be a, be a real person. Right. I mean, don't, don't look like a, a, a robot. So, um, so what, what, uh, what, you know, most people do on Facebook, which gets them, um, which gets them sort of, uh, you, you know, which, which doesn't allow them really to have the success that they that they want or wish for and facebook can be a really good place to to kind of build to get straight to the meat and potatoes of like of interacting with actual potential prospects right and um 
And the, the truth is, is that everybody always says like, you know, build relationships and don't focus on selling and don't, but here's the thing. Let's just be real about it. Um, obviously you're doing building your business because you want to make a profit. You want to sell things. You want to, you want to match the right person with the right product if you can. And if you can facilitate that, then you're going to earn a commission. But, um, but uh, it, it's fascinating. I see some people in the comments who are like going back and forth with each other. And it's like, why are you doing that? We're literally dropping gold right now. It's just it's <laughs> fascinating why people would would waste their time tuning into a live to just to just jabber with people in the comments. Say just just blows my mind. And, and you guys wonder why you don't you know why you you're chasing your tail. It's like why are you wasting time talking BS with people? It's just like get serious about your business. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna spend time on this show, like soak up this information. All right, I'm done. I'll step down off of my soapbox. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, I don't even want to see uh, what, what's coming through. Let me focus exclusively. Sometimes it's like distractions, man. You know what I mean? Like like a 99.9% .9 of my life is just constantly cutting out distractions, man. Distractions. And I'm telling you, you, the more successful you get, the more distractions you get, people talking shit, people nipping at your heels, people wanting to take your spot, people all that. And it's just like, you know, they just, it's like, clear the way, baby, you know, because I'm, I'm focused, man, you know? So back to, to, to what I was talking about, um, with, 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 with Facebook, uh, the the you know there's a there's a disconnect how do i get people to um how do i build these these you know how do i add value to somebody um and eventually have a chance to be able to earn a commission from facilitating a connection between their need and the solution that i know about um i'm saying that versus just sell them something right, right. kind of reminds me of the winnie the pooh meme to where it's like he's like you know, you can say something one way and just be regular poo, but you can say it more sophisticated and be like the fancy poo who's sipping the, the tea out of the, he's like, eh. uh, he's like, he's like, you know, the, my favorite meme was eat a dick. And then it's like, that's the regular Winnie the Pooh. And then it's like, eat a Richard would be the more fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, get, I don't know if you guys have ever seen these Winnie the Pooh, uh, uh, memes but they're hilarious man oh here it is right here dude here it is let me let me just show you these these winnie the pooh memes they're just so funny you know this is value you can add to people's to people's lives look at these look at these are the winnie the pooh memes that i <laughs> sleeping around all day and do nothing right social distancing <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh man it's it's these are great okay <laughs> cream de la pita it's, just, it's, it's never, you know, what? Excuse me, I beg your pardon. <laughs> you know, Winnie the Pooh in these memes can actually tell us how to level up our, our social sophistication here. Um, but anyways, back to the the, uh, uh, the 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 topic at hand. So, you know, what I what I recommend that people do, and you you tell me, I'll pass the baton over to you here in a sec, but is to go into Facebook groups, various groups, and both post valuable stuff 
right? Post stories and inspiration. Get like what would be helpful to this group with no intention of trying to like get anything. And what's going to happen is if I post something that's valuable enough, I'm going to start getting friend request. That's how these platforms work, right? It's how Reddit works. It's how Insta, you know, not how Instagram works. It's how Reddit works, which is another kind of typing word platform. Uh, it's how Facebook works. You go into these various groups that have thousands or tens of tens of thousands of people. And if you put a little bit of effort into a valuable post, you stand out like a hero amongst the average man, right? And so you will get a flood of friend request. And then you can also friend request a couple of people, particularly if they comment on your post, because like you said, it's important, dude, you get 5,000 people on your personal Facebook profile. So you don't want to waste those. Sure. More can follow you. You can have unlimited people follow you, but that initial 5,000, you don't want to just add a bunch of people who may not be people who are going to respond to your post that you post on your wall later on. Right. So I want to go into these groups and I want to post value, value post. I also, this is another thing. And David Dill, who's crushing on Twitter, said this the number one way that he built up his business that's literally a full time affiliate income on Twitter is by commenting valuable, interesting comments on popular posts with maybe other influencers in your niche or something like that. What do people do? Well, when they see that valuable comment, they're going to go over, they're going to go to your profile on Twitter, they're going to follow you on Facebook, they're going to friend request you. That is how. And then, well, Dave, how do I sell people? How do I make money? Well, later, uh, daily, once one to two times per day, I'm going to post something on my Facebook wall. And now all of a sudden I can post anything I want on my wall, right? I can post value with a call to action. I can straight pitch. I can go live, whatever. I can invite people to a webinar. I can invite them to opt into my email list. I can do whatever I want. It's my wall. But now since these people are all connected with me and they're, they friend requested me, guess what? They're going to see my post on their public timeline as they're scrolling through and, and that is how I then have an opportunity to get them in my, in my inbox, or I have an opportunity to get them on my webinar. I mean, it's, it's really simple. It's really powerful. But what I just laid out is, is, is the way, is, is the way to the promised land on Facebook. Nate, what would you add to that? I definitely agree with, I mean, that's the ultimate goal is, you know, getting the point, getting to the point where people are adding you, um, you know, and, and just to piggyback on that even a little bit more, when people are asking questions inside of groups, um, a lot of the time they won't do a lot of research. So even if you don't know the question or you don't know the answer, you can go do the research. You can provide a super valuable comment. You know, if they ask something, you can give as much information as possible, um, you know, because then that that connection is going to spark um, and then they're likely to add you um, too. Um, but it really is, it's not a, a crazy process and it definitely gets overlooked. Um, you know, but I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I mean, that's basically well, how it works as a whole is, you know, 
providing value in groups, uh, establishing omnipresence, which is the art of being everywhere, you know, because as Dave mentioned, if you put a, a valuable post out inside of a group and people are commenting and then um, imagine you someone's groups growing by 500 people every day and you just put a post out in there. Um, if people are commenting, that's going to stay at the top of that group. So every yeah. time people are jumping into that group, they see your profile picture. They see you. They see what you're doing. Um, so it's it's, you know, it's really it's a quick way to, you know, get results. But it's also a, a long term play as well. Um, I know that's really contradictory to say it like that, but yeah. Um, well, yeah, and then, it will. And people see your stuff like check this out. So say I make a really valuable post in a couple of groups and say, say you're say, say you and I are already connected, bro. Say you and I say I've made say I'm the more experienced marketer and I've, I've kind of figured this out in this strategy of Facebook is sort of my how I'm marketing. So say you're kind of a new person who is a potential customer for me in the future. Um, we'll say that you you've seen a couple of my posts in a face in a group somewhere and you reached out and friend requested me. Now, say today on a Friday, I make a post in a Facebook group, but I also make a post on my public timeline. So the the chances are of you seeing one of my posts right as soon as you log into Facebook, right there at the top of the timeline without even needing to go log into that group. Because the truth is, Nate, most people don't log, go. I mean, if, I don't know, let me know in the comments. Do you guys go to groups or do you just go to your public timeline and just scroll through your public timeline and you see content from the groups that you're more active in? And of course, you're going to see posts from those groups that are getting more comments and more engagement because Facebook wants to show you the things that they think are the most relevant or the most engaging, right? So when you talk about, when you say the omnipresence, is that kind of what you're talking about is being kind of getting eventually connected with people, meaning you're, you're friended. And then they're seeing your post on their public timeline. They're seeing your post in various groups. They're just kind of seeing you everywhere and seeing your post all over Facebook. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's like, you know, they're seeing your profile, they're seeing your content because that's how Facebook's going to work is, you know, if you're active, it's going to feed you more of what it thinks you want to see. So if you're actively engaging in groups, it's going to show you posts from that group. Um, if, if you're commenting on my stuff, you're going to see even more of my content. Yes. Um, so, you know, the omnipresence is because the ultimate goal is to establish yourself as a leader. Um, and I don't I'm not trying to say that in a way that like intimidates people who are just starting um, because you no matter where you're at in your journey, you can still be the expert to someone. Um, that's yeah. why I mentioned earlier selling to a previous version of yourself um, usually yeah. works out. That's who your customer avatar is going to be. Um, but the goal with the omnipresence in the art of being everywhere and having them see you everywhere is because people are going to start noticing what you're doing. They're going to start looking at you. OK, he, this person knows what they're talking about. Oh my goodness, you know, that valuable content. Um, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to watch what he's doing. Um, you know, it's all about being, making people feel connected by telling your story, you know, sharing some mistakes, some breakthroughs you've had. Um, anything in your online business, um, a really good exercise is like writing down your entire story um, and then, you know, creating content all geared towards different subjects uh, because that's the goal is to make people feel connected to you and then start seeing you 
um, as the authoritative figure and establishing no like and trust, because if those three things are in place, they're going to believe in what you're recommending them to. When you get into a sales opportunity and you're talking about, you know, you're, you're providing a solution that, or a transformation that's going to get them to where they want to go, um, they're going to be more inclined to believe that because they already trust you. They believe in you. They've seen your content. Um, they know a little bit about who you are. Um, so there's a, a couple elements there, but. And you can build no like and trust without even talking to anybody. That's the kind of powerful thing about like Facebook and TikTok and all these social media platforms is it's the same phenomenon that happens when like that happens with actors and, and sort of celebrities when you watch them on the quote big screen. Well, people are watching you on their screen. It's the same thing, right? So you become if even if they're just watching you and you guys never talk, the ultimate thing that you want to happen is when when you eventually have a conversation in the direct message from with somebody meaning you reach out to them or they reach out to you you want them to be blown away that they're talking to you yep. that you actually responded that they're actually having a conversation with you because they've been looking at your content on facebook and they've been reading your stuff or looking at your pictures or watching your videos if people are, here's how to know that you're onto something. If people begin to react to them having a one-on-one -on -one conversation or even you responding to an individual comment, but particularly in one-on-one, -on -one, if they're surprised that you actually answered their question or you responded to their message or that you reached out to them, how you know that you're just being a spammer and not really delivering any value and just being a shark in the comments is if you are reaching out to people and they're like, what do you want? They're skeptical. People are blocking you on Facebook. That's how you know you've been taught Facebook marketing by a guru or a goblin, right? <laughs> One of these wannabe assholes out here uh, who just, God, they make, they give us all a bad name, dude. They make us look bad, bro. You know, and then we get coupled into this 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 big bucket with these idiots uh, who are teaching people to like go into you know Facebook groups and add everybody who's new and 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 direct message them and try to <laughs> see doubt in what they're doing. Like we have we have people who come into our Facebook groups and they try to hit up like new people and be like, "How's it going with Legendary?" You know, oh well, here's what. I didn't like about it. And they try to see doubt and then get somebody to, you know, go and attend their webinar, or buy their thing or join their family or whatever. And it's just like, guys, don't be, don't fall for that bullshit. I mean, come on. These are people who are being the, the blind leading the blind. You know what I mean? What, what we are talking about here, myself and Nate is how to build an actual business. If, Here's another rule is that if what I'm saying in direct message, and I actually build my business like this across the board, if I wouldn't want what I'm saying plastered on the front page of the newspaper or plastered on the front page of my Facebook profile for everybody in the world to see, then I'm not going to type it in a private message. Like if I'm not proud enough, if what I'm doing in my direct message to people is shameful and manipulative, and, and it feels dirty and it feels sketchy and it feels schemy, then it ain't sustainable. 
Stop doing it immediately. And if you want to do Facebook marketing, do it the way that we teach in the blueprints. Do it in the, the way that uh, Nate and I are talking about it right now. Um, so what else would you add to the Facebook strategy? Anything else that would be helpful or to either avoid or to do or that's worked well for you? Yeah. So just even to piggyback on that a little, little bit more is, you know, if you are, you do have to do it like as we're talking about, especially because people's walls are usually 10 feet high because you do have a ton of people who are doing it poorly, incorrectly. You know, you have people DMing, you know, seven figure affiliates, asking them the, what their problem is before they even like get to know them. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's, that's what Facebook's about. It's about being personable. Um, and as Dave was talking about a little bit is, you know, people are going to be consuming your content. So that's being genuine. People are going to be watching you. I um, mean, that's the goal is to get to the point where, you know, even if someone never interacts, you know, they're going to feel like they know you. By the, the goal is by the time you guys do interact in a DM or something like that, they already feel like they understand you um, and stuff like that. Uh, and then a, a, a big thing is if someone doesn't have a problem, don't try to provide a solution. And, you know, don't discredit other people's stuff, you know, especially if you're in other groups and then you're in there and you're just like pooping on whatever someone else is doing. They don't want to be told what they're doing is wrong. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody, you know, you can't. If someone tells you that in, in, in person, you know, they're going to get immediately closed off. Um, so you can't necessarily go, you know, it's a, a big part of it is going into the conversations in a, a different mindset. Um, not necessarily just trying to push a sale, you know, providing value, um, establishing a genuine connection. Um, and yeah. then, uh, yeah. Um, and then just a couple tips for actually doing it and, you know, just sharing your story and like actually planning out the type of content that you're doing. Um, so a big habit that I got into when I first started was just putting out long form educational posts um, and, giving away as much, uh, you know, value as I could telling them everything in inside my post. Um, so mix in lead generation content, content that's actually going to extrapolate your leads from your friends list, pull them to you, um, and ask them, you know, getting them raising their hands, uh, stuff like that. Uh, so that would just be a couple quick, uh, tips and tricks. Uh, but also at the same time, don't be afraid to provide solutions or attempt to make sales, make offers, uh, you know, because you are providing a transformation or a solution to somebody. Um, you know, you're not just selling some trinket or something like that. So don't, the worst thing that's going to happen is someone will say no, but if you don't ask, they're going to say no anyways, it's already a no. Um, yeah. so there's that fine line between coming across, like you're just pushing offers and you're not actually providing value. Um, you just have to be aware of where the customer is, uh, with you, where, where the relationship's at. Um, but that would just be my couple quick recommendations as far as, um, you know, leveraging Facebook for, uh, you know, affiliate marketing, building a personal brand. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Great tips. Um, uh, so, um, I wanted to throw this, throw this also in there is, um, yeah, don't bad mouth people, man. I, oh God, you know, I, I, I've seen, I've seen this happen even a bit lately. 
uh, and you, you, you end up just looking like, uh, you end up just looking like an asshole, you know, honestly, um, particularly if you're bad. I mean, there's been some people lately, uh, which I, I don't really pay much attention to it, but I, you know, I, uh, it's like they badmouth legendary and it's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. It's like, you just look like an asshole, you know, uh, you, you really do. And, and, um, and, and, and this is, this has been proven once again, I'm debating whether I, I, how much time I want to spend calling certain people out, but, um, you know, it, it usually when people are, are trying, are calling people out, they're hiding something sketchy that they're doing, you know what I mean? And, uh, it's, it's, it's actually pretty fascinating. Uh, and it never seems to fail. Right. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, if people are approaching you in this manner, beware, but also understand in my 10 years of, of, being in this business, I've had so many people, uh, take, uh, shots at me and I have always taken the high road and not gotten into, or, and, and also never done negative marketing, like a politician, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so slimy and, um, and it's just been, it's been incredible. It's I've, I've net, you know, it's just, um, it's just such a better way to live in, in a better way to market uh, because you look so much more professional and you don't look desperate. Uh, right. you, you don't look desperate when you're bad mouthing people. Oh, it's just so, it's just so pathetic and desperate looking. Uh, and, and most of the time you get made to look like a fool when you don't know what you're talking about um, or you don't even know uh, about who you're talking about, who you're bad mouthing, you know? Um so, uh, so, so yeah. So, uh, in terms of transitioning and getting into to TikTok as well, you've got 24, 25,000 followers at the time of this recording over on TikTok. So you're, you're, and you're serious about this shit. I mean, you're, you're doing Facebook organic, you're doing TikTok, you're building YouTube. I mean, this isn't a game. I can see you've got, you know, stuff books all over your shelf. I mean, you're, you're nerding out on this. Uh, like I am, you, you kind of remind me a bit of me once you, <laughs> once I, once I got into this man, when I was, uh, I was 25 when I got it, I was 25, 26 when I got into this, um, back in 2000 and like nine, 2010, um, you know, I just nerded out. I get obsessed and then I go, to extremes with things I'm either all out or all in, but I, I just have been all in with this. And, and yeah, I guess it's become a career. It's kind of weird to say that I, because you don't, I didn't go to college for it, you know, and I didn't say well, this is going to be my career, you know, but, but it has become a career for me and it's made me a lot of money and help, allowed me to help a lot of people. But um, yeah, you're, you're, you're on these various platforms and you're not really screwing around. So what's, what's, what else, at what point did you transition and start marketing on other platforms? Um, because sometimes that can be overwhelming for people. Can you walk us through a bit of that process? Um, so I am full-time. I have been full-time for quite a while. So that's one reason why, you know, when I was, when I was still working full-time, cause you know, for the first two years of me in the affiliate marketing space, I was still working a full-time job, uh, you know, juggling uh, being a single dad with my daughter, um, things like that. So 
I really focused on one platform when I was working a job because, you know, you're working 40 hours a week. Um, there's, you know, you're already making, especially if you're just learning, you know, you're already a bunch of new concepts, things you're trying to learn. And then, you know, you're juggling life. Um, so I didn't start mixing in other platforms until I got to the point where, you know, it became a routine um, where it became almost like easy, you know, okay, I'm going to put out, uh, three YouTube videos this week. Okay, I got a couple. I got three weeks of YouTube videos recorded. Okay, well then, what am I going to do for the next three weeks? Okay, well I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to batch uh, three weeks worth of Facebook posts. Um, you know, so then uh, batch creating content was a lifesaver when I was uh, still working, uh, but I didn't start mixing in new traffic strategies until I could do it without being overwhelming. Until I could do it without it being a huge task or being something that was, you know, going to take me a ton of energy or, uh, I mean, it is going to take a ton of energy if you're trying to mix in new platforms. Um, but, um, and then also, you know, you're not starting over. So if you have 24,000 followers or a hundred thousand followers on TikTok, you can push them to a Facebook group. You can send them to a YouTube video. Um, so it makes, you're not starting over every time. So whenever you're thinking about, uh, you know, transitioning or mixing in a new strategy, you can already move that audience somewhere else. Um, so <clears throat> I know I totally probably squirreled off there, but. Um. No, I mean, that's a, that's a great point. Um, you know, uh, kind of, I think a lot of people try to do too much at the beginning and it's much easier to build one channel really high and then start sending those people from that channel over to another channel. Like you said, building a, a TikTok pro, you know, building a TikTok channel or account to, to a lot of followers and then inviting everybody to join your text message list or inviting everybody to join your email list or inviting everybody to join your, uh, your, um, uh, your Facebook group. You know, I mean, ultimately that you're probably getting them on your email list sooner than once you've got a lot of followers, but, um, but a Facebook group, or once you've got a lot of, you, you know, TikTok followers you can get them over to a youtube channel um it, it's just it i think in the beginning it's almost better and this is what we teach to to be you know in our blueprints to pick one strategy and kind of go all in on that strategy because you can focus more on mastering that particular platform um and you know uh, you don't you don't get overwhelmed. You don't feel spread thin, um, and you can then, at a certain point, kind of uh, you know throw people over to a Facebook group in a, in sort of a supercharged way. Like when you send a, and then all of a sudden, boom, you got two hundred and fifty people inside of a Facebook group. It feels a lot more a lot more powerful for people um, than if if you know, you're trickling people in one at a time and sort of, there's nobody in there. Um, are you also building a Facebook group? Yeah, I have a Facebook group. I've been building that for quite a while now. Um, something I did forget to mention was like, you just totally remind me is when you're getting consistency, that was a big thing. Once I started getting consistency from a platform or something like that, that's only when I decided to like mix in something else uh, because you know, there's no need to go out and try to learn a new strategy or learn a new lesson. Uh, Cause that's going to pull your focus from a broken system. If you know, if it's not already working, then you're going to go over here and, you know, start trying to learn something else. 
Um, so that's totally backtracked, but it just totally yeah. made me think of that. Uh, but yeah, I do have a group. I, I grew up, that's, a, I put a big emphasis on my group. I do a bunch of live trainings and stuff like that. Um, I've been building that for a while now. Cool, man. So anything as we bring this, this, uh, plane in for a landing, um, you know, I, I don't usually do this, but I think it might be cool to mix in occasionally. Um, any questions for me? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, I, I know I've, I've, you know, I've consumed a lot of your content and, you know, know a little bit about you. Um, but I guess for the, like the audience or the people that are watching, um, you know, what, what would you do? I guess, what would you, what would you focus on if you had to start over? Like what, where would you put all your energy right now in this day and age? Yeah. Um, because I like video, like, so when I got started back in 2000 and like nine ish, I did start doing video, but I was doing, I was like posting video, like on Facebook and stuff, which had like zero virality. You know what I mean? Like it was like, it was like watching paint dry, trying to get, you know, 10 views on a video. Uh, and I really started out with, with Facebook ads, you know, um, Facebook ads existed back then as, as well. I feel like I'm talking like I'm some grandpa or something, but 10 years is a long time. Um, especially in this industry, right? So what I would do, I would go all out 1000% full time on TikTok right yeah. now. That's what I would do. Um, just because of the, I was reading an article, as a matter of fact, I, I have it right here. Uh, let me get the Winnie the Pooh memes out of the way. I, it was a, it was an article on, on TikTok. So, um, TikTok is rolling out longer videos. Uh, three minutes. No, well, they're, they may be, they, uh, yeah. Okay. Are they three minutes? That's, let me, let me share my screen. I'll, I'll just, I'll share what I'm reading. So, I got these Robin, I get these Robin hood bites, which I don't, I don't read these a lot, but occasionally I'm on the email list. It's, it's a Robin hood from the app Robin hood. So they'll send out various little things on info on things that are happening in the market, but TikTok's rolling out longer videos, but the real story is it's Chinese sister Doyen, but the, the, the stats were interesting. So yeah, three minutes, they're rolling out three minute videos for everyone, a boost from the current one minute limit. That means you could learn the full lyrics of viral songs instead of half a chorus. It also means that the nature of TikTok and its bite-sized content could change. So here's some of the shocking statistics. 24 and a half hours, how long the average U.S. TikToker spends on the app each month. Over 30 years, that would be nearly a full year of life on TikTok. <laughs> it's nuts, dude more than youtube 20 hours how long us users spends on youtube each month um youtube has biased its algorithm towards viewer retention longer videos right so um if longer videos lead to higher usage tiktok could tweak its addicting algorithm to promote long clips right so that 24 and a half hours that people are averaging on tiktok right now um per month could could increase um and then they've got 
right? They've got some some other stats. So while vids get longer, the wallet is getting fatter. TikTok's Chinese owner ByteDance saw more saw sales more than double last year to thirty four billion dollars, according to Wall Street Journal. Nearly fourteen times Snapchat's annual revenue. Even wilder stat, last year, ByteDance reportedly had 1.9 billion monthly users across its platforms, which include TikTok and Douyin, the Chinese TikTok. Um, so, like, those stats, bro, are, are, are pretty, are pretty mind-numbing, you know what I mean? Like, pretty, pretty hard to, to, to comprehend in terms of that particular app it's one in in four people on the planet are using one of ByteDance's app that, that's including people in china who are on the the chinese version of of tiktok but just the way in which its viral nature is um like i'm not i'm not on the the app right now personally because i don't want to compete with our affiliates like that's one thing i'll probably start talking about that a little bit more in our community because it's it's a way in which um I think a lot of affiliates lately have had sales snatched from them from, you know, product owners who say they have everybody's best intentions in mind. Um, and, and they're really doing sneaky ass shit, uh, trying to line their own pockets, but that'll be a video for another day. If I decide that I want to get into the drama like that, I usually don't, but, uh, certain stuff pisses me off and I stay quiet about it for as long as I can. But, you know, anyways, we'll see. Um, to be continued. So, but yeah, dude, if I was just starting out affiliate marketer, I, I would, I would probably go TikTok just because of, I feel like it's a unique opportunity right now. And it's one of the reasons why like we, it's a platform that's allowed like a lot of regular people, um, just to, to just to like kind of get that first result, man which builds a lot of confidence for people. And I think that, you know, that really, that really is special for people early on in their business to, to kind of get those first results and, or a video go viral or whatever. I mean, even a video going viral was not really attainable for most people before TikTok. Like you really right. had to be like, you had to be crafty with your content. You had to really know what you're doing or you had to be comedy or something that was more kind of scripted out, you know? So anyways, that's right. my answer to that question. Yeah, definitely. I mean, TikTok's life-changing for a lot of people, you know, it's like revolutionizing everything I feel like, um, you know, and the big, the mindset shift becomes real when people are getting those, those results quickly from TikTok is this whole online space becomes it, it's reality. Okay. This, this actually works. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty crazy, man. So we'll keep up the great work, bro. And come back, keep us, keep us uh, posted on your journey. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you, Nate. All right. And uh, stay legendary, my brother. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. All right, dude. We'll talk to you later. All righty. All right. See ya. All right. Well, uh, you guys have a fantastic day. You guys are, are one, you know, a few of you said, Oh, get, get into the dirt. You know, I don't have any dirt. I don't have any time for people, you know, but here's what I could, here's what I will say to like all of you who are affiliate marketers, particularly new in the business and new in the industry. You know, the, one of the reasons why legendary has been around and why, why I've been around, 
and and my reputation is what it is, is because uh, I, because I treat because I don't just talk a big game or a good game about how I you know do right by people and all this bullshit. I just do right by people. Um, our affiliate program and platform. For example, and I'm talking about our affiliate platform. Sure, we sell products, we sell uh, training. That's our main business. But we also have a lot of people who are affiliates of our company, and we view those affiliates like partners, right? We we pay people for um, all of the sales that a customer ever buys if an affiliate refers them to Legendary. So we don't just pay them on the initial purchase and then go and market them our masterminds and our coaching programs and all this stuff and and then just take all that money for ourselves right um we, we don't we don't go in here you know and market other funnel building services and and just take all that money for ourselves right we allow our affiliates to connect their affiliate links for various funnel building tools and autoresponders so they can earn the commissions on those products. You go into some of these people who claim to have your best interest in mind and you start poking around in their membership areas and you realize they're promoting their ClickFunnels links and they're promoting their AWeber and GetResponse links. And, and, uh, you know, and they're selling on down the road, the people that you referred to them, various products and services, coaching and masterminds and all kinds of things that they're not paying you on, right? All the while, they're saying we're authentic and and we have people's best interest in mind. This is what you'll realize about this industry, especially after you've been in it for ten years, like I have. That the people who claim to have and who need to reiterate and celebrate and try to put in your face how they have your best interest in mind usually are the ones who are doing the sketchy stuff. Right? Recently, I saw. Uh, recently, I saw which I was told and, and, and looked at a few things, some uh, you know gurus and goblins out there who are saying, oh, legendary is going to die and this and that, and we're taking shots at us. You know, and, and, and not only is legendary, you know, this month had a record-breaking sales month, right, uh, and, and are nowhere even close to dying, um, but who needs to market like that? Right, only somebody and people who typically have something to hide, right? Who who want to 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 get your attention over here so they can put their own affiliate link in their TikTok bio, and as 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 you're going around as an affiliate spreading their message and their name, when those customers and that traffic comes over to look at that person's TikTok profile and clicks their affiliate link in their TikTok bio. Guess who gets credit for the sale? That's called stealing where I come from, right? That's called stealing, right? Stealing, stealing sales from affiliates, right? But but if you're new and, and you look up to people because they're out there creating content on TikTok and YouTube and being cool and being funny, then then... We want people so desperately to be good people. We want them to have our best interest in mind. But unfortunately, most of the time when people are talking about how great they are and how much they have your interest in mind, a lot of times they're doing the old banana and the tailpipe, right? 
which I've seen over and over and over again over the past 10 years. I've seen this sort of guru and goblin game being played, right? Being played uh, for people over the course of the last 10 years, okay? Um, and you know what? It's all good, right? Because we live and we learn and we get a chance to be able to decide uh, who we want to associate ourselves with in this industry. And, and it's just, we learn the game, we learn the ins and outs, we learn how the, 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 uh, we learn how this business works and we learn, you know, who are the people that we want to be connected with and associated with. And one of the reasons why I'm not out on TikTok, I'm not as somebody who has, our company has so many different affiliates, um, so many different people who are promoting and sort of partnered with our company. Uh, you know, I want to give everybody as much of an opportunity to be able to succeed uh, as possible. So I don't want to be out competing with our affiliates. I don't want to be having my affiliate links and my Instagram and my TikTok profiles because trust me, um, if that's what I wanted my focus to be was to go out and build a big TikTok channel instead of making sure the foundation of this company was strong for you guys. And I could certainly do that. Right. And I could create some awesome, compelling content and uh, and and have lots of followers, not because I'm, you know, uh, any more talented than you are, just because I have more experience doing it. Right. So I and you'll have that same experience after you've been doing it for 10 years, too. But I don't want to be in, in competition with our affiliates. You know, I don't want to be in competition with my affiliate link in their bio. And if I ever do have a link in any of my profiles, it's not going to be an affiliate link. Right. And, and here's the other thing. A lot of times people make mistakes. They don't, they don't know what they don't know. Uh, they, they, they don't know how to lead affiliates. They don't know how to, um, they don't know how to not step on people's toes, right? They're new. They're green to it. It's the first time they're doing it. And that's okay too. I'm not saying that everybody has bad intentions. And, and it's one of the reasons why I don't go after people or try to badmouth people or look at other people as even competitors. I actually prefer to look at everybody as potential collaborations, not competition. Um, but we, we, you know, we have to just, we have to, to learn this industry and learn this game, just like you would learn any industry in any game that you play. You want to learn the ins and outs. You want to know what to look for. You want to know... And also understand when you're uh, when you're promoting products, and this goes for any niche, right? When you're promoting products uh, in the health space, or when you're pro promoting products in the dog training, or or the the, the parenting, you want to make sure as an affiliate that you understand who you're promoting. You understand what's going on. You understand what the relationship and the dynamic is. And uh, and and last but not least, you want to not step over dollars to pick up dimes. And I always say this, and I'll say it a different way, which is what I just said. Don't step over dollars to pick up dimes. Play the long game. You know, if you guys are out there building a brand and building a, 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 a channel like Nate and I talked about today, where you're building Facebook a, a Facebook presence or a TikTok presence, that is your brand, right? So I know it may be, I know it may be tempting to do cash grabs and I know it may be tempting to just sell things that you know that you can make a quick buck with because it's a, an irresistible offer. 
But the truth is, if the, the person that buys from you doesn't have an amazing experience, if it was overhyped and underpromised, and, and there's not value, there's not life-changing value that's exchanged for the money, then you've blown an opportunity to have a long-term relationship and maybe even sell something and make more money by helping that person with solutions and suggestions and recommendations or even your own courses or coaching. I've had people who didn't buy from me anything for years, but because they see that I'm continuously delivering value, I'm not going anywhere, I'm consistent, and I do what I say I'm going to do, eventually, two years later, they pop up, they're on the email list, or maybe they follow me on Facebook or something, and they say, oh, yeah, okay, now I, I'm interested in what you're doing now. And that happened to me also as it when I was strictly doing affiliate marketing for years, that happened. I had people on my email list that would just watch me and watch what I was doing and look to see if I was going to be saying something different this week and being somebody different next week. And eventually they said, you know, hey, look, like I can see this person's playing the long game. They're a hell of a lot more consistent uh, than I am. You know, let me buy something from them because they've proven to me I just need a little bit more time to marinate on this decision, you know. So play the long game. Don't step over dollars to pick up dimes and understand your reputation in this industry is everything. It's everything. You know, over the course, I'll say this and 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 be done. You know, I've had people who have over the the 10 years and I've I've been blessed enough to work my ass off to be successful in most things that I've done, sure, I've had failures, but I just see them through until I'm successful. Well, there's going to be people who are going to trash you along the way. Uh, it, it, the more successful you get, the more people are going to trash you. The more people are going to try to take shots. And my experience has been that if I just keep my head down and, and I don't get into the weeds, I don't get into the drama, I don't respond because that's usually just what they want. They can't drum up enough attention on their own they that's how they're trying to drum up. So I'm not going to just give them free marketing. I'm not going to just say their name and give them free publicity. I'm just going to stay focused. I'm not going to respond. I'm just going to let my actions do the talking. And you know what's happened, man, is that by keeping, by only focusing and talking to my customers in my team, which Legendary's got nearly 100 people on the team. I got enough people to talk to, right? If I want to spend energy, I spend it on my customers. I spend it on our team. I spend it investing in the people who are invested in us. Eventually, what doesn't come out in the wash comes out in the rinse. And eventually, long-term, people say, damn. At first, I believed what was being said about Dave, but then I just saw what he did and how long he's been standing in his own truth and his own business and, and been doing kind of the same thing, right? Mr. Consistent. And, and eventually people get to decide for themselves, right? Who you are by your actions, not by what you say, right? And that again, uh, plays into reputation. Reputation's everything and playing the long game in this business. There's enough bottom feeders. There's enough people hanging out at the bottom being crabs, right? Trying to pull people down. There's enough bullshit. There's enough gurus. There's enough goblins. There's enough, you know, toxically positive people. Toxically, you know, they they they're they're so positive, they're toxic. You know, they don't 
show you the the reality of what it's like to be in business or be successful in business. They're just, it's always the little clip, the short clip. It's never the long form conversation like we have here five days a week. It's always just a little clip, right? The happy, the toxic, happy clip on Facebook or TikTok. You don't get to see or hear what the person believes or their values or how they run their business. But what's happened uh, with me, my experience, and it was hard at first over 10 years has been just keep your head down and stay focused, right? Just keep your head down and stay focused, play the long game. So I would invite everybody that's listening and watching here who's feeling squirrely or feeling like, you know, uh, you, you know, maybe this is not working out. Understand you've probably been in the game for just a little bit of time. Give yourself some ch a chance for your seed to get watered and, 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 and blossom, right? And, uh, and remember some of these principles that I've talked about over the last couple of moments because uh, your reputation, how you treat people, and if you want to have a product and you want to have affiliates, how you treat those affiliates and how you even sacrifice sales for them to be able to make money, uh, would be an example of playing the long game and putting other people first in delivering value and being true, right? You want your words to match your actions, right? So with that being said, get out of here. Have a great day. Have a great Friday. I got a long list of stuff to do today. I hope you do too. And we'll see you back here again at 10 a.m. Eastern time, just like every other Monday for another episode of Wake Up Legendary. Peace.